thank the Lord for that. And what a wonderful song when you think about it. It's an old, old song, and uh, I'm glad I know who he is now. Amen. I'm glad I know who he is. It has been written. Title of the message here this morning. Let's ask God to help us now. Father, thank you again for the time this morning we can be here in church. Lord, we just thank you, even as the song was just sung. Thank you for loving us. Lord, this old world did treat you bad. Lord, you didn't, you didn't get off the cross. You didn't go back to heaven after you came and you and your own received you not. You stayed. You lived a perfect life and then died for us so we can have eternal life. The world today doesn't understand it. They didn't get it back then, and even today they don't understand it too well. Thank you, thank you, Lord, though, that we understand what it's all about. Thank you for loving us. And Lord, I pray now as we stand at the beginning of a new year, may we take it seriously. May we live it for you, for you gave all for us. Bless this time. If somebody here not saved, we pray you save them. And we'll thank you for what you're going to do. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Here we are at the beginning of another new year. Good night. How fast they go. Uh, thinking, you know, we're celebrating our 40th anniversary. Some folks may say, why are we making such a big deal about the 40th? Because our people don't believe I'll still be alive when we get to the 50th. I think that's what it is. I'm getting to that age. I, I looked forward. I kind of had a goal. Let's make it to 40 years. And now it's like, well, let's make it to 50. And then I have to sit down for a moment and think about it. But uh, I, I want, I want uh, the Lord to get all the glory in it all. God's good to us, isn't he? And, uh, and I think about all the years that God's given to us. But here we are in another new year. And uh, you know, for 40 years, I've been bringing messages on, on New Year's. For 40 years, messages about Christmas. Always read from Luke chapter 2 for Christmas like I did last week. And, uh, and then what happens? New Year's comes along and we celebrate a New Year's. I'm not too much into, you know, staying up late. I, I, I go to bed kind of early and I get up early in the morning. I rather, I'm kind of a, a morning person. No, I'm grumpy in the morning too. Uh, but I'm, at least I'm up grumpy and uh, not sleeping grumpy. But uh, I, I like getting up early in the morning and and uh, I'm, not, I'm not too much into this the celebration thing. We did not have sauerkraut, so we have bad luck for the rest of the year. I'm kind of sad about that. And, uh, you know, some folks, I remember when I moved here, everybody said, you have to have sauerkraut on New Year's Eve. And I thought, well, okay. And so we do it because I thought, you know, that's just what you do. And then I found out what it's supposed to be is to bring you good luck. I don't believe in luck. <laughs> so we'll see what happens this year. Amen. And uh, but uh, thank thank the Lord, you know I, I don't go into that that celebration about that. And uh, uh, but I I do look at a new year as as what it is new, it's something new for us. And uh, I, I can't believe we're already in 2023. You remember remember Y2K? Uh, you know, y'all still got moldy food in the basement that you saved, right? Y2K, everything was going to fall apart and. It didn't, and you had you know all kinds of stuff in the basement because it was gonna everything's gonna fall apart. But uh, remember, two thousand, the year two thousand. Oh wow! And now here we are, twenty twenty three. Oh, how much older we've gotten, huh? I mean, I mean, just just think of all the uh, uh, at this time, uh, twenty twenty three. We celebrate it. 
In our scripture, though, it doesn't say about a new year. There's nothing to say about a new year. What it is about the crucifixion of our Savior, say, what does that have to do with the new year? Well, I think what's interesting is, and what makes me think of the new year, is the inscription that they put upon the cross, what Pilate wrote, verse 19. And Pilate wrote a title and put it on the cross, and the writing was, Jesus of Nazareth, the King of the Jews. And that was true. And then the, some of the folks were upset about it. They said, well, you ought not write it that way. I think it's interesting, though, that he wrote it. And he wrote it in three different languages, Hebrew, Greek, and Latin. And I believe it was this, and I'll talk about it later in the message, so that everybody could read it. And I don't know about you, sometimes I go in stores and they have things in Spanish. I don't know Spanish. I have a hard time at Taco Bell ordering, amen. And, uh, but I don't know Spanish, but... Uh, if I know English, but a lot of times, a lot of things we have today has English and Spanish. If you buy something, we had to buy a, um, I bought my wife a Christmas present, a washing machine, and uh, ours died, and so I had to go get her a washing machine because I like clean clothes, and you will appreciate it too. Don't I look better tonight, today, because of that brand new washing machine? Oh, I cleaned up so well, I tumbled around in it a lot, but I'd open up that book, book there, and it's got all kinds of stuff. Now they've got computers on them and everything. You know, it's, I don't know why it doesn't pick the clothes up and put them in for you, but you look at the book there, and it got in all different languages. Looks like it's a lot of instructions. It's one page, but 50 different languages. And uh, that's so everybody could understand. That's kind of what Pilate was doing. He should write it in these three languages because everyone will be able to understand what's being said here. And the priests weren't thrilled with what he said. Because his statement was that, a statement saying, this is Jesus Christ. He's the king. And the Jews and the priests said, hey, you know what, I don't think you ought to put it that way. Because you are reaffirming what he said he was. They said, what you should say is this. Put some other words to it. And he said, right, not king of the Jews, but that he said, I'm the king of the Jews. We would say, that's what he said. I would have looked at the sign and said, that's the king of the Jews. But the priest didn't want anyone to believe that. It's sad. There's a lot of folks today who don't want them to believe who Jesus is. I've been reading a book about a priest that was a priest. He was a priest for 40 years in the Catholic Church. And I'm amazed. It makes me angry. Angry at the things that are taught. They talk about Mary. They pray to Mary. Thank the Lord for Mary. But she cannot answer your prayer. The Pope kissing his toe or his ring will not do anything for you except give you hoof and mouth disease. Bunch of lies. Now look and I think in the word of God the people were upset and said, well just put that sign up and say that's what he said trying to get the people to believe it was not true. But Pilate answered and said something very interesting in verse 22. Pilate answered, notice what he said again, what I have written, I have written. Wow, I mean, 
I don't know. That's some a statement you could read over real quick and not get it. But let it sink in. He said, what I've written, I've written. So see that sign up there? I wrote it. He didn't back down from it. I've written what I've written. In other words, this is what I did. This is what I did. I began to think a little bit about this. Yesterday was the pages of 2022 that were finished. In the book of the year 2022, we all were around, every one of us in here were alive in 2022. And on January 1st, 2022, we began to write in that book, if you will, of that year with our life. And on yesterday, that book was finished. And today we start with a book of clean pages yet to be written upon. We would have to say this morning to the book of 2022, I have written what I have written, I have written. What we did in the last year is what we did. Now, we can, we can put flattering words on it now and say, I'll tell you what, this last year. But here's the thing. What we wrote is what we wrote. What we did was entered in that book of 2022. Now we're at the beginning of a new book with clean pages. That book is ready to be written on with our lives. You say, well, I don't want to participate in that. You do if you're alive. If you don't want to participate, just hold your breath and die right where you're at. But we're going to go on in this year, and we are going to write in the pages of this new 2023 that we'll look back at a year from now if we're still here. And we'll have to say what Pilate said, what I've written, I have written. Even today, we are making an entry in that book. In that book, I think, is a great entry this morning for us. I went to church. What a great entry. What I have written, I have written. This is what I did. It's not something that someone else wrote in. It's not something that you penned in. It's something with your life that wrote it in. I went to church today on January 1st. I'd like to share a few things with you about this and what happened with Pilate and make reference to us. When Pilate wrote this, he wrote it in the three different languages, as I mentioned already. The Greek, the Hebrew, and the Latin. And I thought, you know, it was publicly written. It was publicly written. It was written, and then what happens? He writes this sign, and then he has them put it up on the cross there, so all that could see. And in the three languages, so all could read it and know what it said. I'm sure probably there might have been some younger folks there that couldn't read, and they would ask, what does that say? Even if someone did not know those three languages, 
I would have to say there had to be somebody around there that could speak at least one of those languages, and if they said, what's that say, they could tell them. It was publicly written. What was written in 2022 about our lives is there, and we cannot deny it either. What we did in the year 2022 cannot be denied. Amen. Now that's scary and that's upsetting maybe. Or we can say, well, praise the Lord, I live for God in 2022. Or we can look back and say, man, I really messed up. And I got into some sin this last year. And, and the thing is, it was written. And you can't blame anyone else because what we do with our life is all on us. I, what I have written, I have written. It was publicly written, but it was written for everyone to see in these three languages. You understand that our lives are seen all the time. I see you this morning. You see me. We see each other. Our neighbors saw us go to church this morning. Our family members watch us in church. I know little kids that too. Little kids, they're good, they're good at this. Now most of the little kids are downstairs. I guess the littlest kids we have is sitting on the front row now. Did you know what the little kids did? I remember my kids when they were small, they go, Dad, did you see so-and-so sleeping in church? What do you think the preacher sees? They see it. They watch. How many times I've heard them say, did you know so-and-so wasn't there? Well, honey, they were sick or they were away. Well, I don't know. But the fact is, our lives are lived in front of other people. You could say, may they mind their own business. Well, you could say that all you want to, but your life and my life is lived before other people. It's out there for all to see. You know, I know sometimes we don't like it when people talk, and they do. Say, well, I don't want anyone to talk about my sin. Here's a good thing. Don't sin. Right? I don't want anyone to talk about my stupid thing that I did. Then don't do the stupid thing. Because you can't stop everybody. Because our life is lived. Your life is lived before other people. If you do what is right, other people will see it. If you do what is wrong, other people will see it. In 2022, when you did right, people saw it. When you did wrong, people saw it. You've written what you've written. You've written. It was written, and what was written was irreversible. Once it's written, it can't be removed or changed, and I think that's what happened here. These priests said, hey, you need to change that sign. And he said, no, what I've written, I've written. Don't change the sign. You and I cannot change 2022. It's in the book. It's in that book of 2022. What we did or what we didn't do is in that book. What we did in front of our families, our church, and the world is in that book and can't be taken away or changed. I read the story about a New York representative, and he was a Republican. 
His name was George Santos. He's also a queer, a homosexual, gay, whatever you want to call him, sinful. Last year when he was running for office as a Republican, and he won, he claimed in front of everyone that he worked for two major financial institutions. He also said that he graduated from college and he claimed to be Jewish. Guess what? They found out he lied. Does that surprise? Isn't it surprising? A politician lying? Huh? He got found out. And, and, and you know, I, I was reading the story and I jotted down what, 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 he, what he said. They, they, he, he's, he, after all these lies, you know what he said when he got found out? He said this, we do stupid things in life. Yeah, buddy, you do a bunch of stupid things. But you understand this? He was looking for people to forgive him, but you know what? People will not forget what he did because what he wrote, he wrote. What has been written, I've written. You say, I'm sorry, but everybody knows he didn't graduate. I'm sorry, I work for another company, but not these financial institutions, big name people. My company did business with him, but he just worked for that company. He's a liar. He's been found out. He would like, I'm sure right now, like to erase that so no one would talk about it, but it's in the book. People will not forget. What was written was irreversible. What we've written in our lives in this past year is irreversible. You'd say, I was faithful in church, but if you weren't, it's irreversible. You can't go back to those Sundays and go to church. You can't go back to those Sunday school classes and those prayer meetings. You can't, you can't go back to that. Well, I, 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 I wish I would have read my Bible. You can't go back to that day and read your Bible. You can read it today, and you can read it in the future, but you cannot change anything that's happened in the past. Understand that? Our lives in 2022 has been written. It's done. It's been written. And it's for all to see. It's for all to see. Uh, our lives are seen, as I mentioned already, by other folks. Look with me to Philippians chapter number 3, would you please? Philippians chapter number 3. Verse number 12. 12, 13, and 14 is what I'll read to you. Not as though I, have, I had already attained, either were already perfect, but I follow after. If that I may apprehend that for which also I am apprehended of Christ Jesus, brethren, I count not myself to have apprehended, but this one thing I do. Let's see what he did. Forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forth unto those things which are before. I press toward the mark of the prize for the prize of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. The Apostle Paul knew of his shortcomings. The Apostle Paul had years in his life where he came to the first of the new year. And I think he realized too that what I've written in that year before is already written. What happened? It happened. I did it. 
the book of your life is exactly what your life was this last year. If we were to pull it off the shelves and look at this book, we would find out every day what our lives were like. And that book's been closed now. Irreversible can't take it away. But we could know something, and this will help us when we realize we know we're not perfect. And you know what? Here's the sad thing. Sometimes we say, well, you know, preacher, I'm not perfect, so we just go on because we're not perfect. You know what? The Apostle Paul, he understood he wasn't perfect, but you know what? He pressed on, didn't he? He tried to do better. I could look back in the last year and say, you know what, I really failed sometimes in the last year. And I, I, can, I can look at that and say, you know what, I don't want to continue in that way. This morning I brought up about your life in this last year. You say, preacher, there were some things in that, in that last year that I'm not proud of. I know you can't take it away. You can't hide it. It is known by others. But here's the thing. You have a whole new year. We have a new year, 2023, before us that we can write things that are right in it. I think the Apostle Paul was saying, I'm not going to continue in the way it was. He was going to forget about the past and reach forth to the things before. I can't change the pages of 2022, but I can sure, sure enough make sure I put the right things on pages of 2023. We're at the beginning. We started out well. We're in church. I say this, let's keep writing good stuffs, good stuff in the pages of 2023. You see, we face uncertain, the uncertain with certainty. Things don't always go as we would wish, do they? How many of you could answer this honestly? Preacher, I got everything I wanted last year. I got everything I wanted. Would you raise your hand? Well, didn't happen, did it? I mean, just recently, sitting in a tree stand, cold, wishing a deer would come by with antlers. And it went past my son instead. Why would God allow that deer to go past him instead of me? Probably because the old man would have missed it. But you know, we didn't get everything we wanted to last year. And I got news for you. You're probably not going to get everything you want this year either. Amen. That's life, isn't it? Don't always get what I want. How many of you could say this? Preacher, everything went my way last year. There's not a married person who could raise their hand on this. None of us could. Everything went my way. It did not happen. I got news for you in this new year. It's going to be the same thing. You're not always going to get everything you want. You're not always going to have everything go your way. How many of you this morning did everything right this past year? You all are not participating in my message at all, are you? You say, your questions are too hard. I'm just trying to get, help you understand that's life. There is no reason because we didn't get what we wanted and everything did not go our way and we didn't do everything right. It's no excuse for us to take the new year that is before us and say, well, fully on it, might as well forget about it because we are not perfect. No, we can even with those things write the right things 
in the new year. You see, Paul said, not as though I had already attained, either was already perfect. In other words, we can learn from our disappointments and failures, and we can learn from our success. Have you ever done anything where you afterwards said, I shouldn't have done that? No? You know, you put that thing in the so electric socket when you were a kid, and it sparked and shocked you. I remember down behind the school one day, I thought I'd go over that fence, that electric fence. I knew it had electric in it, and I thought, well, if I just take a stick and hold that stick on that, and then I can swing my leg over, and I'll be all right. I laid that stick on it, and I got shocked. I didn't think it'd go through the stick, but it did. You know what I said? I'm not doing that again. Sometimes that's the way it is in life. Here's what we can do. We can look back at 2022 and say, you know what? I'll not do that again. I'll not, I'll not uh, uh, fail God that way anymore. I'll not treat my family like that anymore. I will not behave that way anymore. I will not think that way anymore. I'm going to do different. I'm not going to do like I did. You have a whole brand new book. What's been written? I can't change it. You can't change it. But you could do something about this year. The past is the past. Truth is, all of us have a past. And the past can do one of two things only. Say, what's that? It can either haunt you or it can help you. I want it to help me. I'll be honest with you, sometimes it haunts me. When I think, I shouldn't have done that. I should have done this differently. Wow, I should have... I should have done better at this. It haunts me, but I can't change it, so what I've got to do is learn from that and understand that I can, it can help me not to do the same thing. Last year's already been written, and I have to say you wrote what you wrote. What's in your book of life was written by you. Don't blame your husband or your wife or your kids. Your kids don't blame your parents. You wrote it. But there's a new book today. Starting today, we have a new year that we can serve God. We need to be careful what we write in this new year ahead. Because what we do is written in that book. If we stop and think, you know what? I want to come to the end of 2023 if the Lord tarries. I come to the end of year 2023 to look back and say, you know what? I did how about this? We say what, what, what Pilate said. I, what I have written, I have written. And then smile. I wrote right things. I did what was right. The new year is upon us. We must be careful what we write. We need to make the right choices. We need to guard our, 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 our Christian life and our Christian testimony and our influence. We need to put last year in its perspective. Last year is history, and we can't change it because it's already written. You say, preacher, what can I do? Let me give you two things real quick here. One is this. Put the past in the past. I can't do anything about the failures I had. I could sit here and mope if I want to. But that, all that does is mess up this day in the new year. I could put the past in the past. I'm glad God forgives our sins. He puts the past in the past. Here's what happens oftentimes in our minds. We don't put it there. 
We look at, but I failed, I failed. But if you, if you fail, you get up and you try again. You keep trying. And God blesses you and helps you. Where you think, I could never do what's right, but you can. You have a new book to write in today. Secondly, put the future in the present. Now, this is not just two-point sermon. I got a little bit more yet, so don't, get, don't pack your bags. Put the future in the present. You say, what do you mean by that? I mean this. The future of the new year. Let's put it right now. I'm going to do today what I ought to do. And then what happens? I have tomorrow. I'm going to do today what I ought to do. You know what I'm doing? I'm working on the future. So when I'm over here, way over here in the future, and 2024 comes along, I can look back and say, I did what was right. It'll only be that way if I start out today doing right. Forget the things we can't change, but learn from them. The truth is that past failures and forgot, uh, are not forgotten, but they don't need to be repeated. It's so sad we see people go through the same problems over and over again, never learning. I've seen, I've seen families do this. It's just the same thing. You've got the parents, they're not living for God, and what happens, they raise kids that don't live for God. And then those kids grow up, and then they raise kids that don't live for God. I've seen folks with drugs, dealing in drugs, messing with drugs, watch that go from them to their kids and to their grandkids, and I'm thinking, when is it going to stop? And they can look back and say, oh, man, I really messed up. Start right now. And here we are at a, at a dividing time, if you will, of a year of saying, you know what? I'm going to do what's right. I may have failed in the past, but I'm going to do what's right now. And this year, I decided I'm going to serve God. I'm going to live for God. I'm going to have my life count for him because everybody else, you say, well, I don't care if anyone's looking. But you ought to care about your testimony. We're not always good. We're not always right. But we can always be better. We can always be better. That'd be a good thing to try, wouldn't it? Oh, preacher, you know, I know I'm not perfect. Paul knew he wasn't perfect either, but he pressed on. You know what he was? Better. He wasn't perfect the next day either, but he was better, I think. David knew that he really messed up too, didn't he? David in Psalm 51, if you will turn back there with me, please, for a moment. Psalm number 51. David had sinned awful. He, boy, I'll tell you what, he wrote some bad pages in his life book. His sin with Bathsheba. Could he change it? Nope, it was written. What I've written, I've written, he'd have to say. Look at the Bible says here in Psalm 51, verse number 7. Purge me with hyssop, and I shall be clean. Wash me, and I shall be whiter than snow. Make me to your joy and gladness that bones which are thou hast broken may rejoice. Hide thy face from my sins, and blot out all mine iniquities, creating me a clean heart. O, o Lord, O God, and renew a right spirit within me. Cast me not away from thy presence and take not thy Holy Spirit from me. Restore unto me the joy of thy salvation. 
and uphold me with thy free spirit. Notice what he said then. Then, this is the future now. Then will I teach transgressors thy ways, and sinners shall be converted unto thee. You know what David was saying here? He said, man, I wrote a lot of bad stuff. And those pages of my past was bad, and it was. You sinned with Bathsheba, had Uriah killed. That was bad stuff, wasn't it? And everybody knows about it. And people talked about it. But he did it. That was the problem. But I'm glad he didn't just sulk in it and just say that I might as well forget it. I might as well just throw my hands up and give up. He learned something from it, and he asked God to restore him. You know what he was doing? He was saying, help me write the right things in my life. We we find from here on out, David was used in a mighty way by God. Because he started writing some good things in the book. Thank the Lord for the past victories. But we must put them in the right perspective. It was the past. So I had victories last year. Well, praise the Lord. But here's the thing. Want victories for this year. A lot of times say, well, you know what I did? I did this when I was this old, and I did this last year, and the year before I did that. Great, wonderful. What about now? What about today? What about when we come to the end of the year of 2023? When we look back and realize what I've written, I've written. The book don't tell lies. My life was what it was, what I allowed it to be. We must forget the best we can our disappointments. Remember I said no one gets what they want. And I think we need to understand this. We don't have to have everything we want to be happy. Amen. I'm telling you, some of the most happy people are those who have a lot of need. Because the joy of the Lord is my strength. Not the most toys makes me strong. It's the Lord. Sometimes the enemy gets the upper hand. Sometimes we're weak. Sometimes we don't understand. But let me give you this, the last things, just a few things real quick. Here's what we need to do. Put the future in the present. Put the future in the present. Say, what do you mean? How about this? God was good to us last year. And God will be good to us this year. Understand? That past there helps me understand that God is, is, was good, that I know this. I look back at all the things I wrote in my life. Here I'm 2023, and there's all these empty pages, but I know this. I can put on every page, God is good. My future is bright. No, I, I know. I'm getting up in years, and hey, guess what? You're all doing the same thing. We're getting older. We may not be able to do things that we used to be able to do. We can all serve God still. We can still, we can know that in the new year, whatever may come, we can still know that God is good. 
The Bible says in Psalm 23, verse 6, we repeat it a lot. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days, all the days of my life. Why, 2023, goodness and mercy is going to follow me. And you too. Amen. You say, well, what if Biden gets in again? Oh, don't even think about that. Surely goodness and mercy. Guess what? Even with Biden now and all the other creeps in there in, in Congress and that, guess what? I still know that surely goodness and mercy will follow me. I look back yonder, surely goodness and mercy follow me. And I look up here and you say, preacher, it's not written. But I know if he was there, he will be here too. God's grace was sufficient for me last year and will be this year too. His grace is sufficient. The Bible says, 2 Corinthians 12, 9. And he said unto me, my grace is sufficient for thee, for my strength is made perfect in weakness. Most gladly, therefore, will I rather glory in my infirmities that the power of Christ may rest upon me. I'm glad God's grace is sufficient. He said, preacher, I don't know what, what the new year bring. I don't either. Your new year may be a tragedy. But his grace is sufficient. The doctors may give you bad news this new year. But his grace is sufficient. You may lose a spouse. Or a child. But his grace is sufficient. You may lose your job. Your finances may be stolen. But his grace is sufficient. Thank the Lord. So I put the future in the present. I'm knowing God is good now and he will be all through this. God's strength was there for us last year and it will be there for us this year. God gives us strength, doesn't he? Bible says, Ephesians 6.10, Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord in the power of his might. I can do all things through Christ which strengtheneth me. I, have, I know that, that, the, that, that, that God's uh, uh, strength was there for me in the past. I look back at 2022 and I look at 2023. I know his strength will be there for me on January 2nd and January 3rd. Do I need to go much further? Well, I got 365 of them to do. But he'll be there all the time, won't he? His strength will be there for you. I really just don't care. You don't don't care? All right, don't care. But what you've written, you have written in the past. And what you will write, it's on you. You wrote it. Amen. Well, what will people say? They'll probably say all kinds of things. But you better make sure. I'll tell you this. If people say things bad about you and it's wrong, it's on them. Sad thing is they talk about our bad stuff because that's what we have written. God's presence was with us last year and will be there this new year. I'm glad, amen. I look at politics today. Oh, that mop makes you sick to your stomach, don't it? See the stupid stuff they're doing and how that, I mean, so much anti-American stuff today and so much per perversion today and the woke stuff that's going on just makes me sick but the Lord was still here you're still my God the Bible says in Isaiah 49 15 can a woman forget her sucking child that she should not have compassion on the son of her womb yea they may forget yet will I not 
forget thee. When I pray and say, Lord, it's me, he doesn't say, who are you? You know, one of the saddest things, my dad had Alzheimer's. And I remember I go to see him. And he was in a, in a rest home. My mom was in one wing. My dad was in the other wing. Dad didn't know who it was. And I remember walking in his room there one day. He's sitting there and he looked at me and looked at me. And he said, why are you? I said, Dad, it's Mark. I'm your son. Oh, 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 yeah. I could tell he didn't, it didn't click. And I talked a little bit and really couldn't have much conversation. He didn't know who I was. I prayed with him and I hugged him, told him I loved him. I walked out of the room and I started crying and I didn't want to walk down the hallway crying. So I just stopped, stood outside his door. The tears are coming down my face. And then I heard this. Him in there crying. Who was that man? Who was that man? My dad didn't know me. He didn't know me. I even told him who I was. But I've never one time came to my heavenly father and he said, who is that man? He knows my name. He knows me. In this new year, I don't know what it holds. But I know he knows me. I know when I get to that day, and the next day, and the next day, and the next day, and all the way through, I know that he's there. And he knows me. Last year's history. But so will this year be in 12 months. And those of us that are older, it's more like six months. Time flies. I sit at my computer. When I type up my messages, I always put the date at the top. I'm just finally getting used to putting 2022. And now they're changing it on me. But I was, I was this week I was typing there and I thought, It's, when, I, when I typed out this message here, I put January 1st, 2023. I'm like, how is it January already? We just had a January. How fast time flies. But in that fast time, we write in that book. What did he say? What I've written. I have written. When I look at 2022, I have to say, what I've written, I've written. And so must you. Don't blame someone else. It would have been different. If no, 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 no. You wrote what you wrote. So what I get from this crucifixion story is this. Pilate said, what I did, I did. What I've written, I have written. I found a verse, Psalm 90, verse 9. It says, For all our days are passed away in thy wrath. We spend our years as a tale that is told. We spend our years as a tale that is told. 
That's deep. That's strong. We spend our years in a tale that is told. Our life is what we make of it. With God's help, we can do what's right. Don't want God's help? You can make a mess. You're going to write a bunch of, you're going to have a bunch of junk on the pages of 2023. But hey, why not start out with clean pages and put the right things in? Face the new year with hope and trust instead of doubt and fear because we have the Lord. If you're here this morning and you don't know Jesus as your Savior, you can know Him. But I'll tell you this, it'll make a better year for you when you trust Him, when you accept Him as your Savior. And Christian, this morning, let's decide to do this. Let's decide to have a great year. I didn't say everything will go your way. I didn't say that everything will be fine. I'll get everything I want. That's not going to happen. We saw that. Nobody in here had that happen this past year, and it won't this next year. But you know what? Our lives will write on those pages. And may we look back and praise God for what we've written. You know, a good thing to start the book out is if you're not saved, to trust Christ. And it could be written on January 1st, 2023. I was saved. I was saved. If you've never been baptized since you've been saved, you let me know. And in this new year, you can write in there, I got baptized. I obeyed the Lord in obedience of baptism. I went to Sunday school. I went to church. I went to preaching. I went to prayer meeting. I went to all the different things. And I, I, I involved my life in the service of the Lord. Let's have a great year. It's got a bunch of empty pages. Let us write the right things on it. Let us pray. Father, we thank you again for this time, this morning. I pray you'll speak to us, even now in the invitation. I pray that you'd be pleased with the decisions that we make today. We do thank you for the past year that we've had, how you blessed us. Lord, I, I believe we come close here now to our anniversary. We can look back in 40 years and say, you know what? Everything wasn't always the best of things happening, and we failed a lot, but God, you were always there. And now we can't change the 40 years, but we can do something about this year. We can't change last year what was written, but we can make sure the right things are written this year. With our heads bowed, our eyes closed. I wonder if there'd be <clears throat> anyone this morning say, Preacher, if I died, I don't know I'd go to heaven. Well, I've never been saved. I'm telling you right now, you better start the year out right and trust Christ as your Savior. I wonder if anyone here this morning said, Preacher, that's me. If I died, I don't know I'd go to heaven, but I'd like to know it. Pray for me. Would you slip your hand up? Anyone this morning? Anyone? Christian, <clears throat> you, you look back, maybe in this sermon, you look back at your past year. Maybe you look back and say, you know, I really, I really messed up sometimes and I failed so many times too. And we all do. We're not perfect. But we must forget those things in the past and just start a new year and start out right and do what's right. Today will be written down in your life's book. How's it going to end today? Tomorrow, what will it be? Let's write.
the right things, well, we'll have to realize this. What I have written, I have written. Father, bless the invitation time now. Pray that your will be done. Speak to us in the invitation time now. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.